0: Hello there. I'm History of the Flash. You can call me JD. Ahoy! I'm the Call of a Hunter, also
1: known as Hunter. And this is a Hero Story, episode, I think, 20? 19. Yeah, we are on 20. That's right. Hey, 20. 20, wow. 20. Big two zero. 0 Wow. Um, yeah, so we're making the places. Uh, today is a special episode because we both just got out of Venom. Uh, yeah, we did. That nobody would have thought got made, but it's in and um we had kind of differing opinions on it but i would say that we both enjoyed it more than expected
0: yeah Uh, but we'll get
1: into all that we'll do our we'll do our usual good the bad the nerdy and all that good stuff but uh yeah so let's get right into venom uh because big movie uh we literally like
0: just got
1: back from it too so it's fresh in our minds Yeah, exactly. Um, Venom, Tom Hardy, Sony, uh, no connection to Spider-Man, no connection to the rest of Marvel. Well, kind of the rest of Marvel, but um, no MCU, basically. And um, a lot of people were criticizing this because it wasn't MCU. But like, hey, man, other people can make Marvel movies, right? Right?
0: Yeah. Um, It's weird seeing a solo movie these days for superheroes since we got DCU, the
1: X-Men universe, and MCU. It's weird, but you know. Honestly, I don't mind it. I kind of miss the days of like not having to be, you know, connected to a, you know, universe like that. But I mean, connected universes are great and all, but you know, there's something special about it in my heart at least. I guess cuz it's my childhood. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Ven- Venom was um I, I actually thought really good. I really enjoyed this film like I don't know if I was ex- not expecting to. Like, I don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a crappy review. But honestly, like, they gave stuff like that I like, like BVS, a bad review. They gave Sharknado an 82%. I mean, can they really be trusted? But, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I just I- – I wasn't going in with the highest expectations just because, you know, of what the film was going to be. It was going to be Venom with no Spider-Man. I didn't think it could work. But honestly, I thought it worked really well. I really enjoyed this film.
0: Um, I'm kind of the opposite way. I didn't think it was the greatest movie in the world. I thought it was a bad but enjoyable movie. I was never bored in it, but I was also kind of like, uh, at times. Uh, it does work, though. Venom not being in the Spider-Man universe, it did work pretty well. It, uh, it didn't really make, like, no sense. Like, they explained everything perfectly. The origin story worked really good. It's just, I have other problems, but I'll get to that. When we get to the bad
1: side but we're starting with the good side what are what are the good things in venom in your opinion jd uh for me i mean basically the entire first half before he becomes like the big venom i I think that's honestly perfect oh i agree yeah eddie brock was the best part of this movie eddie brock was done really well his life his news so well I, i i really loved it um i really liked venom and eddie's relationship I thought you know their interactions they were really funny they were really good it was like comic book venom even though I haven't read much venom it reminded me of what I have read yeah Um, yeah kind of like sarcastic
0: humor in a way I guess you could say yeah
1: yeah Um, they had a PG 13 rating which was pretty yeah but they did use one like kind of explicit which was like perfectly placed in my opinion um i thought the fight scenes were done really well uh it didn't feel like too much shaky camera and i mean the cgi and i thought the cgi was actually pretty good and the fight with venom versus riot i thought was also done very well with the cgi
0: I, um, I'm going to disagree with you there later, but, uh, for the last part, I thought the CGI was good for the most part. I thought Venom looked really good. He looked real. Like he, I didn't see Venom be like, that's a CGI monster until the end, but, uh, (laughs) he he fit well within the universe. Eddie Brock was the best part. Yeah. He, his humor is kind of like, he's a tired guy who doesn't care much, which worked really well. I thought, yeah, he was really funny and you don't really expect that from a venom movie but i laughed a lot in the theater actually it made me gave me a good old chuckle i guess you could say yeah. besides that uh good parts uh there's a character named Dave who i thought was really nice <laughs> uh the fight Uh-oh. scenes yeah Uh-oh. they were good okay. you know i expect a venom to be like eating people and stuff but since it's pg-13 he more just throws people around but it it's cool it's fun to look at and he looks really menacing and villainy and stuff even before you see the full body venom and you just get kind of teases of him it's still really scary
1: looking which is a good thing in this case yeah i i, I think for me like the good is like the majority of the movie because i, I really did think this was a good movie you know
0: um, I, I think it was an okay movie. Uh, is that all the good? Do you want to go to the bad real quick?
1: Uh, we can move on to the bad, although I just would like to point out that I really, you know, the good was, it was the majority of the film was good. So if, if I put a lot on the bad here, don't think I thought this was a bad film. I thought this was a good film. But yes, on to the bad. Um, uh, for me, the main bad, I'd say, was like the PG 13 rating. I, I think it really would have benefited. Oh, yeah, for sure. From being rated R. And then I think it wasn't overly noticeable. I think there's points where you could tell, like, Sony cut this, Sony cut that, you know? Like, that's good old Sony for you. But um, if I had to put one more thing in the bad category, I'll go with the love interest. She's not the best. Oh, yeah. I wasn't the huh. biggest fan. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> she was
0: the worst part of the movie to me. She kind of reminded me of Gwen Stacy from Spider- Maze of Spider Man 2, who was a great character, but it's like, think of everything wrong with Gwen Stacy and just up that up. And here, this is where you get what's her face? Anne. That's her name. Anne. She kind of just like, she really hates when Venom leaves without her. She's like, I can help you guys. It's like, no, you're, you're, you can't. And so she, for, she her, yeah. for me she
1: reminded me of more or pepper pots i'd say from the mcu like kind of the uh nagging love. oh yeah thing. yeah like, no get yeah, off it does and she kind like of looked like pepper, of pepper Potts, Potts too so kind <laughs> of totally <laughs> yeah reminded
0: me that reminds me a lot more of pepper yeah she kind of appears in random places near the end and i feel like this has to do with them um, them cutting a lot of the movie it's just mm-hmm. like one moment she's like far away and then all of a sudden she's at the scene of the fight it's like huh how'd you get here it, they don't really explain that there's also there's a rumor that happened a while ago before the movie came out the rumor uh i'm not gonna say it but it is true and i didn't like it it was it was really weird and
1: they kind of brought it
0: up near i think, the end I, think the I know too. what you're referencing and yeah
1: if, you, if i think yeah that was pretty gross yeah I'll, I'll add that to my bad category that was unneeded it <laughs> happened and then it kind
0: of went away and then they brought it up again near the end it's like mm, But, yeah, that's a bad category. Um, But the CGI, I thought it was good until the end during the fight with the riot. It just looked like a very expensive thing to make. It's just, it's hard, because it's two very dark CGI characters fighting at night. So, it's hard to tell what's going on at times.
1: Yeah, I could agree with that, but I I didn't think the CGI was, like, I I thought it was actually not bad at all. Um, But if I I had to add more to the bad category for the end fight scene, although they ended up kind of fixing it along the way, um, it was, like, very fast-paced, like, seeing the two liquids go into each other, like the, you know, the studio going into each other. But then I was like, oh, they could really use some, like, Zack Snyder slow-mo here. And then they actually started doing the slow-mo, so I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can take that (laughs) off my bad category. So Yeah, yeah, that's good. But yeah, the bad category was low for me yeah uh
0: the the plot was kind of just like kind of ridiculous to me i thought the villain wasn't good like riot Riot's riot but like the host of riot i thought he was just so annoying i didn't like him at all and really
1: okay he reminded me of lex luther jesse eisenberg uh from bbs like that i was getting those kind of vibes so yeah it actually kinda, it kind of worked in my opinion i, I liked him because he was like so like you know, for the love of science, it didn't matter who was the casualty of science. I just I, I thought it was I, fairly I, interesting. Every
0: time I showed him on screen, I was just like, can we go back to Eddie or Venom? Like, I, I like seeing Venom, and I like Eddie going around being like, I'm not a lady, I'm a journalist, and stuff like that. That's, <laughs> that's a BVS person? BVS. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said just Eddie Eisenberg, so I thought of that. Besides that, though, like, I didn't like the movie. And my b- bad things are just, like, the plot, the villain, the love interests, and some CGI. But those really hit me hard. And I went in with no expectation whatsoever. I don't agree with Rotten Tomatoes for the most part. And I still don't agree with them here. I think it deserves a higher rating than this for sure. Than, I think Rotten Tomatoes give it, like, 30%. Definitely not a 30% film. But I wasn't a fan.
1: But, yeah, that's my bad. Okay. Um, I'm going to very much so disagree. I, I thought this was... <laughs> I I thought this was a uh, pretty damn good film. Um, it was very entertaining. I went in with no expectations, and I was kind of blown away. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't expect this to work, but it did. And yeah. I'm, I'm still impressed with it, and I do not agree with Ron Tomatoes at all. But I don't really agree with Ron Tomatoes on really anything. Cause I just, to quote Anakin from Episode 2, <laughs> I don't think the system works because it really doesn't they work based on like not like if a film gets 91 percent, it doesn't mean it's like a 91 out of 100 it just means that 91 percent of critics thought like oh it's better than a six out of ten which is stupid like <laughs> i know yeah six out of ten i mean you don't think it's that good so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not a fan of the rotten tomato system i'm more of an imdb guy myself but that's very like yeah. what a hero story but yeah um <laughs> there, there was, i didn't think there was that much bad but you know, we disagree from time to time, Hunter yep, and I.
0: we do. But now for the... You want to go for the nerdy part of Venom? So just, like, yeah, references, um, stuff like that that you notice? Do you notice any the, references? There, there's
1: not... I, I noticed a few. There's not much, because I, maybe I don't know, like, Venom or, uh, like, the Spider-Man lore enough to, like, you know, really pick up on all the Easter eggs. But um, I noticed that one of the astronauts in the beginning was named Jameson. Uh, yeah, I Jameson's saw that, son, too. Is the astronaut. Um... Obviously, the post-credit scene, which we won't spoil, but it's very much so. If you're a comic book fan, you're 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 uh, you're gonna light up, yep, with a big smile. Too. It was really cool. And there's two um, end credit but, scenes.
0: Something. Yeah, well, I, I mean, the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bo- both both them made me smile. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, but I just, for the nerdy side, I mean the first one. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they kind of set up like a sequel. If they plan to do so, I guess it depends on how much money it makes. It's not doing great on ratings, but still, I don't think they should be scared. Don't let this end up like Green Lantern, even though Green Lantern's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Green Lantern never got a sequel with Sinestro, and it always makes me sad. But um, uh, I, I didn't know if I noticed any more uh, like Easter eggs or like nerdy moments. Did you?
0: Um, I was gonna say the Jonathan cameo thing. Well, not cameo, oh, okay. but that. Yeah, oh, that's Stanley that's like has a that I a, Yeah, Stanley has a cameo. I won't say what it is, but he is uh, in this yeah, movie. No, it's good um yeah i didn't
1: think they were gonna do it and then like they got me i was like oh okay
0: yeah me too i, I don't know why i didn't expect it but it happened so there's yeah. that uh besides that oh there's a part where there's like a, um uh someone like a cop or someone with like an am- infrared vision and he's looking at all the he's looking for venom and when he sees venom for a split second you see like venom and in infrared and you see like white on his chest, kind of forming a spider. Yeah, so I saw that. It's kind of like the his what he looks like in the comics with a white spider on his lo- on his chest. So you kind of see that for a second. Um,
1: yeah,
0: but the bes- whole movie,
1: the whole movie, I was like kind of holding out, like, oh, they're gonna make a Spider Man reference, and there were a few moments where I really think they could have made a Spider Man reference. Oh, for like, sure, it yeah. Easy, but guess it didn't happen. oh well? <laughs> yeah. Besides that, though, I didn't like this. This is a superhero
0: movie, of course, but it's it really tries to not be a superhero movie. <laughs> like besides that I'm, i can't I'm, think of any other i'm again
1: gonna disagree i think it fits the superhero movie. oh no i
0: i think it fits it but like it, it's very different from the recent ones we've seen with the references galore like uh, look at the recent but, spider-man but okay movie that
1: because it's, it's not connected to a cinematic universe yeah i it's, know it's uh a-
0: but even like spider-man 2 they met
1: they name dropped dr strange and so that's true that's true but like stuff like i don't know the dark trilogy they don't really drop you know names oh yeah yeah, for sure independent more independent films but yeah so we did the good we did the bad we did the nerdy so i guess that comes down to the rating now right (laughs) what's your rating eight out of ten i originally went because hunter and i discussed uh what we're going to talk about on the episode beforehand and uh, i originally said 8.5 but listening to hunter's perspective i've decided (laughs) to lower it down half a point but that being said things change over time i mean I i loved just the first time i liked it the second time and i hated it the third time so but i will say that i think venom has rewatch value and i will rewatch it eventually um i give it i think a six
0: maybe okay. i'll go up to a seven no no six uh it does i don't know if i'll see this movie ever again honestly. <laughs> i don't plan to see it again like i i watched it and it came out of the theater being like oh Okay. Um, I gave it a six for the reasons I just mentioned, and I'm going to probably keep the six.
1: So where does it rank compared to the other superhero movies of 2018 for you? Like, uh, for me, it's above Ant-Man and the Wasp. For me, it's above Deadpool 2, and I'd even go as far to say it's above Black Panther, but... I don't want to upset too many people. But I'm not the biggest Black Panther fan either. But where where does it rank with the other superhero movies for you? What about Infinity
0: War? Is it better than Infinity War?
1: (laughs) All right. Relax, nice guest.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oof. Uh, I would say... It's a joke. I mean, as a joke. Yeah. I would say it's better than Deadpool 2. I'm not the biggest Deadpool 2 fan, though. Uh, You could hear our review if you go all the way back to the May episode. But uh, not, not a fan of Deadpool 2, really. So I give it... Yeah, I think I like that and the Wasp a bit better. And, of course, I like Infinity War better. And Black Panther better. And I'm probably going to like uh, Aquaman better and Into the Spider-Verse. But we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of Aquaman, we got an Aquaman trailer tomorrow. So I'm very hyped for that. you today, if you're listening to this. So. Yeah, or maybe yes, you've seen so. it. So let us know what it is. We'll discuss it next week.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess that's a good segue. So that's our Venom review. Uh, I think we're at like the 15 minutes mark so yep. welcome where we'll be talking about the uh quick news not really much news but uh this was big uh today at the kind of like pr- preview to new york comic-con uh big big news released young justice will be coming back to the comics the original team yep uh, including art alan sam drake connor uh superboy and uh cassie Sandsmark. So, um, yeah, there's the original Core 4, and there was like a bunch of other members, uh, some that I actually didn't even recognize, so I'm very excited. Uh, writing it will be Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, he's writing Superman Action Comics. Drawing it will be Patrick Leeson. He's worked on a bunch of stuff, including Superman Rebirth and the current Action Comics run. Um, I am very excited for this because Young Justice 1998 is the perfect comic book run, in all honesty. Like, it's one of my favorite comic book runs of all time. It's, it's perfect. So, if they could catch any of that energy for the Rebirth, Run. Ooh, ooh, ooh. like yeah it's like a,
0: just just a perfect team we got the core four too back as well like if they said we're making a young justice book i would be praying that we would get the core four on the team which is tim drake red robin uh bart allen impulse cassie Sandsmark, wonder girl and connor kent as Superboy. and we got him in there we got him in we got connor's back with the leather jacket not the t-shirt
1: leather jacket surprised. Yeah, I see the leather jacket. They're really going for like the nineteen ninety-eight vibe, which I dig in all honesty. I mean we haven't seen these characters since Flashpoint, but we haven't seen the leather
0: jacket since like the nineties. V- yeah, <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> like the Great War. So I'm I'm super excited for this. He it doesn't look like he's gonna be sporting the sunglasses, which I'm okay with. I thought <laughs> I like the sunglasses, yeah, but well, it modernized bust the 90s. <laughs> yeah, it modernized them this way. But seriously, like even Cassie's wearing a leather jacket in the promo picture, which I I dig a lot. So yeah,
1: this, the team's bigger though. It's it's huge, which is a little worrisome because sometimes too. It's too big you Get too big, but uh, I've heard that Bendis is really good with the teen heroes. I mean, he did Miles Morales and Riri Williams from Marvel. So
0: Ernie did uh, Civil War 2. <coughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I don't think I don't think we do an episode without mentioning. Brian, when well, we mentioned Brian Michael Bendis, right? Yeah. We always need to mention some work too. We have to. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm very excited for this. But now I'm wondering if he's not going to be able like, because uh, him and Patrick Weeson are currently doing action comics. And if they're going to be doing Young Justice, does that mean they're going to be doing a new team for action comics? I wonder. Just because that's been, like a lot on his plate doing Superman action, Young Justice, and then he does, like, uh, I think it's called Jinx World, which has like the Pearl. It has like a bunch of different comics. So. Vandus yeah and a lot Gleason,
0: as an artist artists take longer so and he's doing yeah. two monthly
1: books that's gonna be pretty difficult yeah but like, um I'm, I'm i'm so excited for young justice even though it would have been nice to see them kind of come back you know a little more older and established maybe this series could do it but nostalgia is great and um the only thing that has me is um Do you remember a little team called the Titans that had the perfect lineup and had two good arcs and then sucked? Uh, Oh, you mean that team from like two months ago? (laughs) Of course. Uh, Young Justice has the perfect lineup going in, and and, uh, I'm a little worried, but Bendis is a good writer. I mean, he's been doing really good work on Superman and action so far. Like, I really can't complain much other than a few nitpicks here and there, but um, I I have faith in him. I actually would have like to see i mean beggars can't be choosers here, but i would have liked to see patrick uh, gleason and peter tomassi they work on superman rebirth together and i believe they're doing super sons together uh, i would like to see them do young justice but Me too. you know i'll, t- I'll take bendis I'll, I'll take
0: bendis as well uh, we don't know how bendis writes these characters and honestly i'm just happy to see them also the wonder twins are in it which i think is very yeah. strange we haven't seen them from forever they were on the super friends i believe like for those who don't know, the Wonder Twins—they are the greatest superheroes of all time. One could turn into any animal, and the other can turn into a bucket, if I remember
1: correctly. From Teen Titans Go, you ever seen that episode? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, form of, uh, yeah, but it's an interesting lineup, and it's not under like the DC imprint. It's under, um, what's it called, like National imprint or something like that. Like, it's a, like I can't how, remember. Yeah, DC has Vertigo, like that. So it's still going to be canon, fun. though. Like, yeah, it's, it's canon. It's going to be canon. I was that it wasn't going to be canon, but yeah, it is. Um, this, this makes sense because Josh Williams, if you haven't heard of our interview, go listen. But uh, Josh Williamson <laughs> told us that, you know, Bard fans are going to be happy very soon. He was going to appear in Flash and then he was going to appear in Peer something in else. Book, so yeah. this is this is the something else. And uh, yes, us Bard fans are going to be very happy. Yeah, I I'm, totally I'm didn't totally expect this to series. be the something else.
0: When he says something else, I expected him to appear in like maybe Justice League or Teen Titans. But, no, we're getting a whole... I, I don't know. I,
1: I was, like, kind of low-key expecting a Young Justice series, just because I feel like it's all been building to a Young Justice series. So, I'm, I'm glad we, you know, kind of finally got it. <laughs> yeah, it's...
0: I, I'm really excited for this. Like, the, I'm more excited for this than Shazam. I, um, Jeff Johns is running wow. Shazam, Joe. Wow, Jeff Johns is listening, and he is crying right yeah, now. Yeah, I how forgot he was... You? I'm sorry, Jeff. Uh, I <laughs> forgot you were writing Shazam. So, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I like Jeff Johns a lot, so... We'll see. Honestly, I'm really excited.
1: Honestly, if the future of DC Comics is Doomsday Clock, it's three Jokers, it's Shazam, it's Young Justice. Things are looking bright. It makes oh, me forget yeah. that. It makes me forget that Wally West is dead. It makes, no, me, but um, makes um, me um, forget um, that um, Nightwing shot in the head. There's there's a lot wrong with DC, but there's a lot right with DC and honestly the future is looking bright for DC And I'm very happy for that and young justice is the key to all of it Honestly, I I'm this, this series will be great and I can't wait to read it January 20, 2019
0: Get ready and that's around the same time as a uh, young justice comes out like the TV series comes out
1: Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken I thought I read somewhere that they're gonna be doing a young Justice prequel comic uh, to set up Young Justice Outsiders, but I'm not 100% sure. I did sure not hear that. that. I but... I saw that somewhere. Oh. It might have been on Twitter, so I'm not 100% sure, but might have seen it. But anyway, um, yeah, so Young Justice, we're both very excited. We both love the team. We both love the 90s run, so... <sighs> things are going to be good. I trust Bendis. I yeah. might trust Bendis. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll trust him. And it's, and it's Patrick Gleason art. I mean, even mm. if the writing's not great, Patrick Art is just, oof, oof. Oof. He's good. Um,
0: that's uh, about the only news we're going to talk about this week. Besides that, we got like a few Spider-Man set pictures. Oh, he's in the noir suit. Not much to say about that. Besides, he's in a noir suit. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually just really quickly, I want to go over that. Um, I kind of hate that people like kind of bombard the sets and take pictures. We talked about this a few weeks ago, but I feel like it kind of makes the movie lose its magic a little bit. Like knowing that what's exactly what's going to appear before it comes out like i don't know maybe maybe i'm just old school i just kind of wish you know, no i agree well. i, I agree pictures like that because i think but. it just ruins too much of the movie like i feel like we've already seen like we saw mysterio we saw uh the noir scene we've seen sam jackson we've seen uh maria hill you know we've just seen like a lot already from far from home so like
0: yeah no i agree but at the same time i crave them and you guys get some <laughs> pictures, please DM them to uh, Comic
1: Book Hunter. Thank you. Call him. Call him. Craving the Hunter. <laughs> joke. That was actually not as as, hilarious. As, not, not, not as bad as Hunter's joke from, that he ended the episode with last week.
0: No, I actually thought. If this episode good. gets to five hundred listens, I'm changing my username to Craving the Hunter. Oh man! Please let us get five hundred listens. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that would be, that'll be hilarious. And then when he switches that, I'm going to switch my backup account name to Comfort and then I'm going to steal Comfort from him. It's a perfect idea. Okay. So let's go back to the <laughs> Marvel stuff. You're evil plan. Anyway, But yeah, anyway, we'll get to the we're comics We're getting way now. off topic. Um, welcome to the, what are we at? The 23 minute mark? 23 Ooh, short. half minute mark? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of getting late here anyway on the East Coast. But anyway, um, let's start with our first comic, Nightwing number 50. Um, a bit of a controversial read. Um, it's the first issue, the buzz cut and the shot in the head with the Nightwing scar, which doesn't really make sense. How do you get shot in the head and have a Nightwing scar? What the hell? Anyway, <laughs> um, we start in a diner, right? And, yep, a diner s- and uh
0: classic diner.
1: Our good old boy, Rick bald and sitting at a table and um he's you know talking to the waitress seems like kind of a easygoing personality and uh somebody tries to rob the diner and he's like give me all the money in the cash register and then rick grayson goes i just won a poker game and um i have more money than in my wallet than they do in that register take this instead so then robber's like oh okay takes his wallet and starts (laughs) to walk out and then rick grayson quick thinking rick grayson decides hey let me grab this coffee cup and boom slams it in the back of that guy's head knocks him out leaves like a huge tip and was like all right have a nice day for those who don't know rick grayson
0: is actually nightwing uh, okay, continue. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Rick is a terrible name. Anyway, um, so Rick Grayson is acting really, really different, uh, but not in a good way. He is not the same personality. He's that drinking. He's gambling. He's, he's, he's a heavy drinker. He's kind of like breaking in the houses to sleep. Like he doesn't have a place to live anymore. Uh, being Nightwing doesn't matter to him. He's actually a cab driver. Um, <laughs> like he'll break into a house just to sleep in it he goes to like bars and stuff everybody knows and they're like hey rick hey gray and he's like yeah you can call me whatever just don't call me dick i don't know <laughs> I, I don't, yeah uh, he really
0: doesn't like when people call him dick she's like yeah. hey man that's
1: your name <laughs> yeah and then uh barbara shows up at some point oh god i love babs and he calls her barbara and she's like you don't call me barbara you call me babs and oh he, god I, mean, I love babs
0: that's what that's uh, what she wanted dick to say but or rick but rick did not
1: yeah, he's he like, look,
0: Barbara, Barbara, I don't know you. I'm I'm my old man now, you know. I'm my <laughs> old man. I'm,
1: a, I'm He reminds me of uh, Eddie Brock, actually. <laughs> wow. Already time back to Venom. Actually, I, I can kind of agree with that. But um, anyway, he's like not having it with Babs, and Babs is obviously very upset by this. So Babs goes to the Batcave to talk to Batman, and then I did not like Batman's personality in Nightwing number fifty because he was just like. Maybe we should let him be on his own. Maybe we should let him find himself. I agree. He shouldn't be like, like oh, that. I, I was like, what? Bruce. Like, And that if you read uh, Batman number 56, that doesn't really correlate to what happened in Batman number 56, you know? Yeah. So, like, you would think he would care about his son, but no, let, just let him become a guy named Rick. What I wanted,
0: um, I wanted this issue to, like, open up and have Dick Grayson, like, in the Batcave being held down by Bruce and Bruce trying to figure out what to do to get his because he has amnesia you know how do you fix amnesia oh i don't know look at uh scott snyder's end of new 52 run where bruce wayne has amnesia and he fixes it with that machine thing that gets your mind back and shaves your beard uh Ooh, that would
1: that would come in handy
0: yeah he could used he bruce wayne literally has a machine that that cures anxiety he could have used that on dick so then he wouldn't be rick
1: and oh, you know. man, it's terrible but anyway um there's this one really cool panel where uh dick is I think it's in the Batcave, and he's looking at all the Nightwing suits. You oh, see no, he's in boy. the
0: Nightwing subway. Oh, he's in, he's in
1: the Nightwing. Okay. You yeah. see the disco wing suit. You see the suit from the 90s with, like, the yellow on it. You see the New 52 red suit, and then you see the blue suit. They didn't include the suit from Rebirth like that has the stripes along the fingers, which I thought was odd. But uh, Yeah, anyway. they didn't include any finger stripes. Yeah, suit. which I thought was weird, but it's anyway, yeah, the all, the, the, all the suits next to each other looked awesome. And then, uh, like his dialogue there is just like, uh, "That's in the past, you know. I'm gonna be my own man." Like, I, yeah, exactly. Burn up the past, die, kill it if you have to, and then and kind then, of burns it up. And I was just like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he literally destroyed
0: all his Nightwing suits. So it's like, mm, we're gonna get a new Nightwing suit in like a few months. So. <laughs> I'm like that's, like, cool. that's going
1: to be a no for me dog but yeah, yeah Barbara was upset I was upset oh, man. but this is Benjamin Percy's last issue on uh, Nightwing and uh, now Scott Lobdell writer of Red Hood The Outlaw will be taking over he's going to be writing two buzz cut fat boys and uh, yeah what would you think of Nightwing number 50 I didn't like it oh I like the art but I didn't like the story <laughs> I agree 100% the it art wasn't was what I expected story. I didn't
0: expect Dick Grayson to be drinking and acting because all... Dick doesn't Dick Grayson does, does not drink, for those who don't yeah.
1: know. And that's one thing I love about him, because he, like, reminds me of myself. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't drink either. There's a scene you know, where Dick, where Nightwing's at a bar, and the guy's like, "Can I? do you drink? And he's like, never. And I love that so much. But yeah, now he's,
1: and I, I also love when there was a scene with him and we were at the bar, and they just got sodas, and I was like, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, because they're superheroes. They can't be drunk and running around the streets. But now Rick Grayson has a flask, and it's like... I just,
1: I don't, I don't like it. Like, I just don't want to call him Rick. You know, I'd rather him even just go by Gray or Grayson, like, Rick. Granted, on, yeah, terrible. I don't, I don't think this
0: will last. I think he will be back to Dick Grayson. I think he will be back to Nightwing. It's just
1: going to take a few months. But, but how long, like, is it going to be multiple arcs, you think? It'll be one arc, you think?
0: I think it'll be, like, up to three. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to say three arcs, and then he becomes Nightwing.
1: Okay. I get to suffer through Nightwing again. All right, uh, what do you rate it? (laughs) I give it like a three. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say four, but I'll go three. We got to agree on something this episode. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's just not a great issue. I mean, I'm hoping Scott Liddell can breathe some life into the book, but, man, Nightwing's been struggling lately. But Percy's off it. His run didn't really last very long. And I didn't really like it. Scott Lobdell with it either. But but I don't think Percy's a bad writer by any standards. I just didn't think Nightwing was a good fit for him. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, so that's Nightwing number 50. Uh, Scott Lobdell, best of luck. Hopefully you do good by us. Uh, Next comic, let's go with Batman number 56. Yeah. Uh, Basically kind of taken off where we left off. Well, not In- really the- not really no. where we left off yeah you don't see dick you don't see dick like on the ground like i actually
0: wanted them to cover that a little bit i really did too because we last saw dick grayson get shot batman going like no
1: but now we get uh sorry headphone users but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it's mostly you know batman hunting down kg beast which was actually kind of cool to see yeah it was yeah, like, cool he, he, he's hunting down kg beast and he's trying to you know i mean He's a tough man to find because he really leaves himself, like, no history. Anyone
0: K.G. Who, like, Beast was, him, like, trained his whole
1: life. Exactly. Which is one
0: thing that was weird in this issue. So, basically, the Batman tells Alfred K.G. Beast was the one who shot Nightwing. And he, K.G. Beast is the greatest, like, assassin of all time. It's like, okay, how many people in Gotham alone hold the title of greatest assassin of all time? So, that, that, that kind of bothered true. me. But... Uh, yeah, he's tracking him down,
1: and I think he's in Russia. I mean, yeah, he went to Russia to go visit his father. Yeah. His father, I think they said, hadn't drank 26 in twenty six years. years. And, and um, when he was a drunk, he was like an abusive father who like beat his kids and beat his wife. So, uh, but KGBs makes him drink. He doesn't even his make wife. him. He just asks. He's just
0: like, well, "How long has oh, it been he's... since you drank?" He's like twenty six oh, years. Thought
1: he, I thought he made him. Okay, I, nope. I guess K- I misunderstood K- that.
0: He just said you just asked him how long it's been dad said 26 years and then he poured him a glass and went like you talk better when you drink and then the dad just took a sip it's like oh so much for that 20,
1: 26 years down the drain yeah but, uh, but yeah so he's it's like keeps splitting between batman hunting down kg beast and kg beast and his father and uh kgb's father when he's like drunk is kind of like verbally abusive to kg beast and he's like uh you know you were the toughest out of all your siblings and your mother, so, you know, I, I knew you'd make it, but, like, he's still very demeaning to him, he's like, uh, cause he's like, Batman took your arm, and what'd you take in return? You took his arm? And he's like, no, I took his son. And he's like, a son means nothing. Like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> with your son right in front of you, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, like, An it's, arm means like, something to a man, but a son, son means nothing. It's like, exactly. damn, I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, oh, but he's gonna, like, uh, the Russia tough but uh yeah um this was this was interesting to see kg beast and his father getting along or not getting along rather and then the um, dad
0: asks, like you killed your siblings you killed your mother why'd you keep me alive and kg beast is like because you're tough and then he shot the dad
1: yeah he shot him and i was like oh okay that was brain in the head yeah and then um batman's making his way towards russia he like has to fight a bunch of ninjas and then he had a really cool he was like caught upside down i didn't know who the guy was but he was like oh i'm gonna kill you and then Some he's like i'll goon. tell he's like he's like i'll tell granny where you are like oh ryan gave me a location and i'll tell granny was that referring to um what's her name granny goodness or whatever her name is with the new gods i'm assuming he was one of the new gods
0: either that or uh the granny from redhead and the
1: outlaws who's kind of like uh, a mob boss okay I, w- I was confused by that but uh he was like and then he gave him the location of where uh, his father lived, the KGB's father. So then Batman's trekking his way through the Russian snow, and they're like, "You can't make it during the winter. You got to go during the summer." And he's like, bah. And then he loses like three bat planes in the process. Screw it, I'm just gonna run through the snow. <laughs> and then Alfred's like, "No, don't!" And then his like Mike starts coming out. Like, it was kind of cool.
0: They did that too. Oh, it was awesome. At it was like I the snow was going was, like, over faded. the speech.
1: Yeah, the snow was kind of like
0: because it's snowing hard there and it's kind of going over the speech bubbles so you can't make out every word so yeah yeah but uh, russia russia's, like, the
1: only, russia's the only place where it snows harder than canada
0: <laughs> uh no no canada snows harder <laughs> is there a snow <laughs> uh, on september 7th
1: sorry go on <laughs> i I, can't, I honestly can't imagine that i'm from new York, so uh you know snow comes in december but yeah anyway just to get back on track here uh, batman is that should pretty much end where he's outside kgb's father's house and kgb's fresh off murdering his father and now he's waiting for the batman so i guess it's going to go down next issue uh kinda, what do you think and of kgb
0: issue? snows too because you see kgb's kind of look at the door and you he hear like the scrunch 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 uh, the batman walking through the snow slowly towards yeah. the house so i thought that was badass to sell i thought this issue was badass to sell it was one of tom king's greatest issues yet um, it really had a good dynamic between going back and forth between KGB's and his father which had amazing dialogue and batman looking for kgbs so yeah i i love this issue it might be my pick of the week maybe
1: okay i, I like this issue i wish it would have like picked up where we left off though like with oh Nightwing. me too I'm curious what Bruce and jim's kind of reaction would have been other than oh just, yeah no, I thought- get a medic
0: yeah you know, yeah because have happened right in front of jim gordon so it, it didn't have to be much i could have just been a page or two but i'm just curious what it would have been yeah yeah this, he got this, shot and it, then the next thing we know he's
1: doing his own thing like yeah what happened but uh i don't really know much of kg beast but you know he was pretty cool in this issue and the backstory was cool kg and, um, beast
0: is a very minor batman character so this really made me like him a lot more like, I'll kill her. Yeah, he was the it's guy like in, BBS. in BBS. Yeah, he was the guy in BBS that like kidnapped Martha. Do it! And like I'll try...
1: kill
0: her. I love that one. I'll
1: kill her. I believe you.
0: Then, yeah, he's that guy that Batman m- murdered. Uh <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, he mur- murdered a lot of people.
1: But yeah, um I'm gonna rate Batman fifty-six at a I'm stuck between eight point five and nine. I don't know which one I want. I, what yeah, do I give it on? a I'll give it a 9.
0: You know, um,
1: you know what Tom King, we've been
0: hating on you a lot
1: recently. <laughs> yeah, between a, Heroes and <laughs> Crisis and The Bad Cat Wedding and all that good. Stuff, I'm going to give a you a 9. Time. 9 out of 10. All right, yeah. It was it was a good issue and probably my pick of the week. And then um our next comic is Justice League number 9. Um this issue actually not much happened at all. There was no villain threat. Um, but this is exactly what we asked for. If you listened, I don't know, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, we were talking about after an Avengers issue that were like, uh, it was them moving into their new like mountain. And, um, it was basically like no threat, just kind of the team dynamic. And that's what this issue was. We see, you know, they were... Getting settled in the Hall of Justice, uh, in the cafeteria, we see Flash and Green Lantern, uh, yeah. Barry and John. Um, very reminiscent of the Justice League Unlimited animated series, which I mean, we've been saying the whole time, but this like this scene was straight out of Justice League Unlimited. Honestly, like it felt like Wally West. You know, uh, long, no, I agree, move, yeah. Wally West. Um, but it was it was interesting to see John and Barry kind of together because they haven't really had.
0: Yeah, on like that
1: you know barry's not barry's known for being with you know best friend Al. hal or i guess dating jessica maybe uh yeah. but you know he's never really been close with john so it's 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 interesting to see them team up i like it
0: although he was acting more like wally i did kind of like barry a lot this issue and i didn't be like that's wally i i was like yeah you know that's barry acting a little different but it's still barry to me and i like how like he was he's kind of the announcer of the hall of justice too which i like yeah, a that, lot. Was,
1: that was cool i like that yeah yeah definitely. so
0: because the hall of justice is kind of like a museum that people could go visit anytime from ni- i think it was like 10 a.m to 9 a 9 p.m yeah and during those times like you could press a button over like a suit and be like this is superman's suit it's famous for blah 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 but it's barry's voice that says it so i
1: really like that it's it's cool yeah that fits barry um but yeah so him and green lantern green lantern's like kind of uneasy about like everything that just happened with the uh you know the Legion uh, of Doom. Legion of Doom and what happened with Sinestro and the new corpse. So he's he's very uneasy with what's happening. And yeah, Barry's and John like, didn't you know, even want to be a part of the team at the start of this story, so Yeah. And I sense. expect Scott Snyder to really reference that. I'm happy with that. Um and then he's like He's get like a cheeseburger from. It's supposed to be like a cheeseburger from Detroit, but I don't know. He's like not feeling it, and then Barry runs all the way to Detroit to get him one of the cheeseburgers, and he's like, "Did you really just run all the way to Detroit?" So it was a nice little bonding moment for them, I thought. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the way they drew Barry in this issue. But I'm never a big fan of when they showed the eyebrows, like Barry's eyebrows, like below his. With mask, his
0: suit, yeah, that was a weird George. They just, had to do that in the New Fifty Two Justice
1: League too. I remember that, so not a big fan of that, um, but so that was there it was like kind of teams then we got to arthur and diana and uh diana was kind of like moving like big big like columns around and um she was she was like oh did i wake you up arthur and arthur is like well you are moving columns which actually kind of made me chuckle yeah um but he's like giving her hand moving them and then they show like every one of the Justice League members rooms in the Hall of Justice so like Superman's room like looks like a reporter's office and it's got, yeah, like literally. A, doggy bed. Uh, got like, a little Kirk doggy too. bed there's first pictures first of like him,
0: him and his family framed on the walls oh, that too. so
1: sad I saw John and Lois I was like
0: oh. yeah but it's nice and like the, he doesn't really have many walls it's mostly just all glass he likes and they said like he likes to be open he likes to show like where who he really is Who is Clark yeah. Kent. and he likes that uh, yeah and- I, you want to
1: review each room real quick? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I actually do. I, even have, I think I have
0: the comics. Oh, I do too. I yeah. Want, the, um, uh, we'll grab our comics real quick. For those listening, <laughs> if you have said comic, pull it up with us. Join us for this <laughs> uh, live a hero story interaction. So we are Justice so, um, League number nine. We're so, gonna flip around so, to about so the actually, middle.
1: Before we saw Clark's room, we saw uh, Arthur's room. It was oh, his man. old like. It was his old, his father's old fishing boat, and it's like the way it was set up with like a bridge, it looks like a mix of like a fishing boat and Atlantis. So that was that was really cool. And
0: it's underwater too, so it's probably in like the basement of the well, not the basement, but underground in the Hall of Justice, and there's water yeah. everywhere, and yeah, sunken boat. I give Arthur's room, a or I'll give Arthur's crib, you know,
1: <laughs> a solid nine out of ten. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, I like his. I like Clark's a lot because it's like a reporter's. Office. That belongs like straight in the Daily Planet. So that, that was really cool. Um, Batman's Would- room, I, I rate it like, you know, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10. I, I, like, it. I, I like it. I give, I give a it a 10. Room.
0: Solid 10. Yeah.
1: Like, John looks so happy in the background and I'm like, ah, John. Um, <laughs> Batman's is just, like a door and it says, keep out with a bat logo. <laughs> and like, Arthur and Diana's dialogue there just says, Batman, Batman. So um,
0: that was I like was to imagine them. That- <laughs> batman didn't do the key belt thing i like to mention there's something that like barry did
1: yeah i was just about to say barry did it yeah yeah and they, got the, they got like the two cameras in the and yeah then, um,
0: i give batman's place like a like a fork we don't even know what the inside looks like come on <laughs> yeah, what does the inside look like this is a hero story um, cribs not not hero <laughs>
1: story front doors um barry's room is set up with a bunch of treadmills and it's like for training and um You know, he basically wants a a place where he could test his abilities, and that was pretty cool. So um, it looks like um, actually, if you watch the CW Flash, it looked like kind of Star Labs treadmill place. Yeah, Star Labs. So I give it a a solid eight out of ten. I give it
0: like I give it like a nine. I think it's a good
1: room for Barry. It's super. It's it's like a mix of a laboratory and a training room. Yeah, exactly. Uh, John Stewart's room is like set up like a Marines. Uh, it's really like you could pack it all up in 15 seconds. It's like a fold-out bed, an American flag, and like a bunch of his like uh, architecture drawings and stuff like that. Like it, it's very light.
0: Yeah, it, it literally looks like a little military corners room. You, you so, okay?
1: I just heard a slam on your end. I one of, one of my one of my roommates uh, just went by the door. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so so that room's a solid. Nine out of ten, you know, it's United States Marine Corps. Gotta love it. And I uh, give
0: it like a, I give it like a seven. Yeah.
1: It's because he's from Canada. They don't even have marine. Yeah, what, uh, what, we have
0: the army, the military.
1: <laughs> but uh and then Martian Manhunter is um an isolation chamber. Nothing, in it, but just a place to kind of meditate and stuff. You so could, you, uh,
0: you could change it to anything you want, though.
1: That, that was dope. That was
0: So dope. like you that could change it to look like Mars if you wanted to, or look like a Nestor Bay, or yeah. Aquaman said. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Hot yeah, Girls that. is like a trophy room. So yeah. there's like, oh wait, yeah. Martian Manhunter's, I give like a 10 because that's super cool. But <laughs> Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, but
1: like it's a trophy room with like all her past lives, like the different axes, wings, weapons. Stuff. Masks, things, cool.
0: things like that. Yeah, it's kind of like a museum in a way. I give it like a 10, it fits her.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with 10 as well. The rooms were really, this was like, shoot, like seeing the different kinds of rooms. And like Diana's kind of just like has her, uh, like, shield in the Justice League dark basement, and it's really just like nothing. Yeah,
0: Diana doesn't know what to do, basically. She has no she, idea. She, She's not in a rush to make a room, and she doesn't really care. But Aquaman's just like, "Come on, you got to make a room, man!" Like everyone has room. What's your room like? She's like, "I have my shield on the ground. That's about
1: it, pretty much." <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then we we get, girl, uh, our next pair of two to team up, and um, they're in the garage. We see the Batmobile. We see the Flashmobile. We see a bunch of different cars, and um, he he's you know he's like don't hold back on me so then she punches him and she's like did you know and he's like "No what No what and the, she's like did you know and she's like really beating up john here but i mean he's like martian man it's not hurting him that much but um she's like did you know i would have some kind of connection with the source wall stuff that happened in the last arc of justice lee basically and he's like no no i didn't i swear i did not know so that was kind of interesting yeah um the whole time Batman is, like, calling people to the, you know, like, where he is in his little isolation suit uh, where he's healing his bones. And he's, like, he's, like, calling them, like, it's urgent. He's, like, code blue, like, get here now. And um, Superman, like, I didn't really understand this part of the issue. Like, what was he doing with the moon?
0: Uh, Well, if you remember from, uh like, issue one, the moon blew up. Yeah. <laughs> so what he's doing is he's finding all the pieces just floating around in space and putting it back together. Uh-huh that's the entire thing but on oh, the like, other did side this, batman... Did
1: batman like send a parasite after him like that yeah
0: that? yeah okay. so basically well, kind of i'll explain this for real quick so superman's putting back the moon and he's doing it by himself and batman says we shouldn't put it back the way it is we should make it like a bat moon in a way he wants to make it like a defense mechanism so if aliens come to earth the moon could be like a mech and like yeah. blow people out of the sky out of space and superman's just like no it's the moon we should make it like a- the moon you know keep it the way it was so as he's doing that batman is just like hey you know what there's a threat coming you got to get out of there superman just so i can prove that like the moon needs the defense system so there's aliens coming parasites and parasites they kind of work like moths they to lamps solar energy yeah so they're they're just coming for superman because superman's like solar energy and batman can call him off at any time but he's just like i'm getting the league together so then we can go fight these parasites and then you would know that if the week was busy at this time then we could have the moon as a bat moon and superman's just like batman you're sending these parasites after me just so i could like just to convince me so i'm fine right right and just as the parasites are near him batman calls off the parasites because he's like okay fine have it. You're away and Superman rebuilds the moon and goes looks up, look up, everyone, and everyone looks up into the sky and sees the moon perfect, just how it was.
1: So yeah, kinda... I actually, really like that last page, like the back and
0: forth between Superman. Yeah, Superman back. kept like grinning, being like, "I'm fine, right, Batman?" and making the moon real quick. So it ended up working out really well, and he just made the moon perfect, which is a very good dynamic between Bruce and Clark. Bruce wants of like. Yeah, Bruce is just like we should upgrade this to make it better and Superman's just like it's fine the way it is. Let's just make it yeah. back to the normal. And that's yeah, just this, this was
1: this was a really good issue. It was like not a threat, but it's what we needed. A little catch up issue to see what's happening with the league. I, I liked it a lot. I'm gonna rate it either eight point five or nine. Again, it's it, it's between that and Batman from a pick of the week. They were both really good.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I give it like a nine. So, same as Batman. uh This is the issue that we've been wanting for so long now. Like, just an issue of the league just talking and hanging out and showing off each other's MTV rooms. And we got that. Yeah. It's very similar Actually,
1: to. You know, showing each room was like really cool, like a way to add more to the issue instead of it just being like the league talking. Like, you know, we get a yeah, little bit yeah. of character.
0: I'm really glad we got that instead and it's very similar to uh the last avengers issue too which was also fantastic so yep. next next up though the earth apparently drowns <laughs> we're gonna aquaman focused art coming up which i'm really excited for but yeah that's our that's our comics of the week we're only doing two three this week correct yeah i didn't i didn't realize super yeah super suns came out okay. green lanterns came out uh superior octopus came out but we're not going to review them because we haven't read them yet. haha <laughs> College students' <laughs> life.
1: And it's getting pretty late here on the East Coast. It's 12 40 a.m.
0: Oh my lord! Okay, yeah, New, no, New York. that's fun. <laughs> uh, we we just got a venom and we're just like we got to record this podcast, man, so we could release on the on the usual time. So yeah, thanks it's, for tuning sacrifice in. Sacrifice
1: it all for the podcast. Gotta love. It. Um, thank you. For- Thank you for listening to a hero story uh, a hero next story. week
0: yeah next week we will have this very special guest most likely
1: probably it's not a comic writer though so no it's stories, not a comic but. writer it is <laughs> uh,
0: it is someone from the instagrams and your hint of the week will be um
1: flash how about <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if that works uh, yeah, yeah so thanks well, for listening and catch you next time
0: yeah thanks for listening guys ciao.
1: And Hunter's famous line to end the episode thanks for being here.
0: Heck yeah.